0: Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Dr. Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Chan Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult. Be sure to visit primed.com slash podcast after the discussion for more information about today's article and to claim CME CE credit. Brian is here today for Routine Physical. He's 45 and is a grocery manager. He's been working long hours through the pandemic. He has a history of various injuries in high school and beyond, and today you're reviewing his review of systems, and note that he's mentioned use of opioids in the past year, not prescribed by you. His alcohol intake has increased as well, and now he admits to using cannabis on a regular basis. What can we do today for Brian. Hi, this is Frank Domino, and joining me today is Dr. Jill Terrian, Associate Professor and Associate Dean of Interprofessional and Community Partnerships at the UMass Chan Medical School, Tan Ching-Fen Graduate School of Nursing. Good morning, Jill.
1: Good morning, Frank.
0: So, Brian, um, I can think of more than a few people in my patient load that, that are meeting his qualifications. Um, how important is it for screening for substance abuse is this Is this a common issue in our in our society today?
1: It is a common issue. Uh, prescription drug misuse at any age you know can really signal a problem for developing a substance use disorder, especially frequent misuse uh, between the ages of thirty, five, and fifty and This is what was reported in the study that we have associated with this podcast today. Um, It was the Monitoring the Future Study, that's the name of it, and what they did is they looked at 11 cohorts of adolescents from the age of 18. They enrolled them in the years between 1976 and 86, and they followed them for 32 years up until they were age 50, and it was rather large. It was 26,575 participants by the end there were 53 percent that stayed in the study to the end and it was uh, a self-administered surveys that measured the potential substance use disorder symptoms and past year prescription drug misuse or PDM as they talk about it in this study And so these baseline surveys were done in high school when they were in 12th grade in the high school classroom setting with consent from their parents. And they were followed up with subsequent surveys by mail. And it was all self-report. And there were a total of 10 follow-up surveys. I thought people would want to know, how many times did they ask these questions? And so what they found um, is what they found is what predisposes somebody to future drug use. And so with the baseline survey when they were 18, almost 40% reported that they smoked cigarettes, uh, 43% reported marijuana use within the prior 30 days, and almost 48% reported binge drinking within, within the past two weeks. Nearly one-half of all the people reported prescription drug misuse between the ages of 18 and 50. So I know I started at 18 and then I went to the end of the study, but this is particularly what they found and what they were looking for. They asked, they did surveys that included the following. They wanted to know about prescription drug misuse over the prior 12 months, and this included prescription opioids, stimulants, sedatives, or tranquilizers. And then they asked about substance use disorder symptoms, and this was measured specifically at their ages of 35, 40, 45, and 50. And it also included alcohol, cannabis, and other drug use disorder. These would be probably the unprescribed, you know, medications. Um, And then the third area was sociodemographic variables and substance use behaviors, Um, what the substance use behaviors included was 30-day cigarette use, two-week binge drinking, and 30-day marijuana use.
0: I'll tell you, this data is fascinating. Think about it. 40% reported cigarette use, but more than that reported marijuana use, and almost half Reported misusing prescription drugs. That's that's really uh, an astounding number. Something that I was totally unaware of until you you talked about this article. So obviously we have to start screening for this. What um, how do we incorporate screening for uh, substance use into our regular practice?
1: So based on this study, we know that there is. Uh... You know there's good evidence to support screening in primary care actually screening in any setting i would say so based on this study and the known increases in overdose deaths in the last two years there's clear evidence that substance use has increased and providers incorporating a substance use history at visits can help identify patients that need resources and assistance so i mean if you have somebody that says yes you know, I'm, you know, I'm drinking this much and and you as a provider think it's a concern, you can then go on to do that screening and brief intervention and referral to treatment.
0: So Jill, all right, so you make a compelling case that we should be screening and, and that it should be part of our routine visits. What tools are available?
1: There are a lot of tools and resources available for us, and really you have to decide what's going to work for your practice and your style, and how, that will help you consider what to use. I have two links that are on this podcast, and they're both to the National Institutes of Health, um, the drug, abu- drug Abuse Division, and there are... Um, single screening tool so you can screen for substance use or substance misuse by just simply asking have you taken an unprescribed medication in the prior year you know if you haven't seen them in the prior year that's that's an example you could ask about alcoholic intake right alcohol intake not just do you drink it's like do you drink alcohol and then it's how much how often and when you have somebody that is telling you that they are drinking let's just say four or five drinks a night, you know, you're getting on the edge of binge drinking, right? Five in males is, in a sitting is is males, four for women. So it really has to be what works for you. In my practice, you know, I work in college health. These questions, I do them with every visit, sick visit, regular visit, it doesn't matter. I want to know about alcohol. I want to know about vaping. I want to know about cannabis, tobacco. And so it's, it's really part of my practice. The other thing in these resources, one of the links is to a, a pretty large inventory of tools that p- can be used with adults and then some that are specific to adolescents. And then you have to decide, do you want to ask the questions like an interviewer or do you want to have them fill something out before they come in? Because there are those options too. Um, so really whatever fits your style, but please ask, it's really important.
0: All right, well, Brian... Has uh, responded in the positive um, to both uh, to a variety of things, including prescription drug misuse. What are we going to do for him today?
1: We need to know more. So he has, like you said, he's screened positive. So how much, how long, and in what context? And th- in that case, we have to find out what change has occurred since we've last seen him that has caused this increase in sub- substance use. Does Does Brian know the consequences? And, you know, how can we help support him? So, you know, are there any troubles or interference with work and relationships, partners, children? Um, And overall, as providers, we need to be comfortable asking about this and assisting our patients in in referrals to treatment and exploring those details that might be an issue with our patients. It has to be part of our regular practice. But, you know, the, the study... The people that did the study were really clear in that they said, you know, primary care providers play a key role in screening for substance use and prescription drug misuse because the mo- they have the most opportunity to have an established relationship with the patient and the opportunity to see that patient in their office. And it's really an ideal position to discuss if you are prescribing opioids or sedatives or tranquilizers, how to store them. And because even if there's one prescription in the house, it increases the whole household to a possibility of a problem. So you really, as primary care providers, are so important.
0: Thanks, Jill. This is, this is eye-opening and really reinforces probably what we were all taught in our training, but obviously it needs to be kicked up a notch. Thanks so much again. Practice Pointer. Routine screening for substance use, and in particular prescription drug misuse, is worthwhile as almost 50% of our patients may have a history of one or both. Join us next time while we discuss the significant benefits of semaglutide in helping patients lose weight. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, Visit primed.com slash podcasts and see you next week.